Welcome everyone to the first episode of Hack 'em All. This is a horror movie podcast. My name is Kyle. And we're going to do um reviewing the uh, Halloween franchise first. Then Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street. So on and so forth. So yeah, welcome everyone. Alright, Halloween 1978. Starts off with POV show out of this house. You are this person. In the house, there's two people making out. They're about to have sex. And I. Then the guy comes down six. Like a minute later. Like the quickest sex ever. You're in the point of view of this person. You put on this clown mask. They grab a butcher knife. You, they go in the in the in this bedroom, and they kill. And then, you, and then the character just kills this girl, stabs her multiple times. She says, "Michael." Go goes down the steps. Then these people go, "Michael," pulls off the mask. It goes from POV to a normal shot, and it's a little boy with a knife. That's clown costume. It killed his sister. Fifteen years later, Doctor Loomis and Marion Chambers are driving the Smiths Grove. It's raining, trying to take Michael Myers from Smiths Grove to federal custody because they can't keep him because he's aging out. And when they get there, the bunch of the uh, in um mental patients or inmates, not inmates, or whatever, the other crazy people with Michael broke out, and Michael attacks Marion, steals the car. By the way. He was six, and he's 21 now, and never took driving lessons like a normal kid would. I don't know who told him how to drive. I don't know how he can drive, but he can drive. Throughout the movie, there's shots of him driving around in Haddonfield. Um, um, then you go, you meet Lori, who plans on babysitting Tommy. Her dad gave her the keys to the Myers house to put because he's trying to sell it. As she puts the key down, like Tommy's telling her, just you know, haunted house because I guess the legend of this little boy killing his sister on Halloween. Um, you know, it became like a haunted house type thing, the Myers house, and then. She puts the key down. As she puts the key down, Michael steps in front of the shot. Laurie becomes Michael's obsession. Why? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you... you meet Laurie's friends, Annie and Linda. Michael stalks her, stalks Tommy in school as he's being bullied by 
Bonnie Lamb and Richie and all of them. Loomis talks to Dr. Wynn. Saying, how does how did he break out? I don't know. Somebody must have given him what Sam. He's like, Sam. Um for God's sake, Sam. How can you drive? Somebody must have given lessons. Or, or something like that. Like, he was doing very well last Loomis said, I'm doing the lines now. <laughs> Loomis said, he's doing very well. Last night, somebody must have gave him lessons. So, Loomis goes to Haddonfield, tries to find Michael. Michael steals, I don't know how, but it's a movie, so he steals his sister's tombstone. Steals a rope from a hardware store. He steals rope, knives, and the mask. And he kills somebody for the broiler suit. Anyway, um, Annie babysits Lindsay. Tommy is with Lori. Faye, you know, kids babysit. Paul calls. Oh, Michael kills a dog and a skunk. Or so Michael kills animals too. He's a serial killer and he's heartless, so yeah. Anyway, I'm doing a quick plot synopsis. Um, Michael kills Annie, you know, Annie, Bob, Linda, chases Lori, Lori stab, you know, and Lori outsmarts him, pokes him with an inning needle in the eye and in the neck. No, 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 I messed up there. She stabs him in the neck with a knitting needle. Pokes him in the eye with, with a, a poker as well. Stabs him with his knife. Lori, Lori also got a cut on her arm, probably broken her ankle from falling down the steps. Loomis saves the day, shoots him six times. Well, before that, it gives the greatest monologue in the history of horror. It's trying to explain who Michael Myers is and, you know, what he's about. Saves the day, or has he? Because all you hear at the end is Michael's breathing of... But yeah, that's the plot of Halloween. It's just um, a guy that kills his sister at six, spends 15 years in a mental institution and breaks out when he was 21 and goes on a rampage and starts killing, stalking and killing teenagers. That's Halloween. Alright, so Halloween was... Written, directed by John Carpenter. He 
also did the score, the great fucking score. He basically did everything. The movie cost $325,000 to make. And how great the movie was in the box office. It made $70 million worldwide. But Carpenter wasn't the only one who uh, written the movie. His girlfriend at the time, uh, Deborah Hill, co-wrote the movie with him. Okay, so the backstory is John Carpenter did um, Assault on Precinct 13. It was a great under, I guess, ground movie. Came out like 1976. Erwin Blondes and... Mustafa Akkad wanted to make a movie with him. Erwin um, Ublons came up with the idea of calling... First, the first idea of the film was called The Babysitter Murders. And as Carpenter... Carpenter wanted full control, you know, name on the title and everything. And he got that um, got the Panaglide camera, that's probably most of their budget, um, they looked around and decided to focus it on the date of Halloween and call it Halloween instead of the babysitter murders, and that's how, and then they wrote the script. Deborah Hill wrote the um, female characters' dialogue. Carpenter wrote, like, the great soliloquy and all the great dialogue that Donald Pleasant said as Dr. Loomis. Oh, God. Everything, everything was Carpenter wrote in that movie. Ugh. I mean, when I, when I talk about when I'm, I'm going to talk about the cast and everything. And when I talk about Loomis, I'm... Woo! I'm going to be loving that. Because outside of Michael, Loomis is like the best character. I know people can say, what about Laurie Strode? I'm like, Loomis is, was the glue that held the franchise together. Donald Pleasant said, I think it was like on the Curse of Michael Myers set, that he would done 22 Halloween movies. So. Yeah. Loomis is great. Um, I'm giving a backstory of. Um, filming took. 20. 21 days. To make. It was filmed in South Pasadena California. That even though the. The movie was set in the fictional town of. Haddonfield, Illinois, and it's supposed to be fall, you can still see, like, palm trees and stuff like that. There's, you know, it's not really a perfect movie in terms of technical, like, shot-wise, yes, but, like, you can see, like, palm trees in the background. Um, there's one point, you know, the famous Michael creeping in the bush scene, and when Annie, like, goes by, you can see Carpenter's cigarette smoke, stuff like that. It's not 
hard, you know, it's not a perfect movie. You know, te- you know, technically, but it's one of the greatest, you know, horror movies ever, and it spawned the slasher craze, and it helped make, um, you know, inspired, like, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and everything like that, so, and Dean Cundy's camera work and everything, I mean, that guy did everything from, besides Halloween, he did, um, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, all that stuff, so, yeah. Alright, um, I don't know what to call it, I guess it's, I'm gonna do, like, the, um, cast, so, alright. Alright, cast and crew. You have Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Laurie's, the character of Laurie Strode is like the innocent, shy, naive, 17-year-old, you know, high school student babysitting. Little Tommy Doyle, and then has like the worst night of her life dealing with this maniac, Michael Myers. And depends on which timeline you go on, has like... PTSD for the rest of her life. Okay. I mean, Jamie Lee, this was Jamie Lee Curtis's big break in Hollywood. I mean, she is the daughter of um, Janet Lee, who was marrying Crane in the movie Psycho. So... Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is a second-generation actress. I mean, if you, you you know, you know the movie she's been in. Treading Places, Fish Call Wanda, True Lies, Freaky Friday. If you, you know her, if you know her movie, yeah, the, um, Activia commercials, Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O, God awful piece of shit resurrection. We're we're gonna get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. You're gonna hear me like piss on this fucking that fucking movie. Maybe with some other people too. But uh, this is the first episode. I'm gonna see if I can do this by myself. Um, Halloween 2018. Jamie Lee Curtis killed it as Lori Strode. She thought like when she. I guess early in one of the days shooting, she thought she did horrible, and uh, John Carpenter called her, right? And she thought, oh, she's going to get fired because she did a terrible job, or yada, yada, yada. But on the, on the other hand, it was, no, um, John uh, Carpenter just called to you know, say she did a great job, and I'm happy that uh, she, he cast her and stuff like that. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis has said like she's grateful that John Carpenter um gave her her big break in Hollywood. Um, Donald 
Pleasantness, Dr. Samuel Loomis. I said, like, Loomis is the, um, the glue or the backbone or whatever of, uh, the Halloween franchise. I mean, Donald Pleasance played Loomis in this movie, two, four, five, and six, and six was his last movie ever before passing away in 1995. Pleasance was a great, um, actor. He was Blofeld, or the, he was the character that inspired Dr. Evil in the James Bond movie. He done uh, other movies with Carpenter, like Escape from New York, um, In the Mouth of Madness. That's the other one. Great British actor. He wasn't actually Carpenter's first choice. Um, I think Carpenter wanted Christopher Lee. And the one guy who also did Hammer films back in the day, he, he was in Star Wars. Not um not Alec Guinness, but the guy Tarfin, right? the character. I don't know the actor's name. But I don't have that that on me. But you, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Pleasant's like the dialogue, like the blackest eyes monologue. It's Loomis is telling Bracket, and. The journey of like Loomis's madness and obsession with Michael from one, two to six, and most importantly, two, two, four, and five. Oh, it's a great, it's great. All right, we got Nick Castle playing the shape. You know, that's what he was built, that's what Michael Myers is called. He's the shape. So, Okay. This movie had how many people? You have uh, a child playing Michael. You have Deborah Hills playing who in the first shot when Michael kills the sister Judith. Deborah 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 Hill. I'm sorry for stuttering. Um, her hand. That's her hand grabbing the mask. There's a cut there too. It's not like just one continuous shot. POV. Um, you got a stunt guy when Loomis shoots him six times at the end of the movie, falling. Um, there's Tony Moran as the unmasked Michael Myers. The scene where uh, Michael's breaking the um, the shape's breaking as he's trying to get Laurie. That's Tommy Lee Wallace, who is the production uh, designer, who got the, who designed the mask, which is basically a William, we all know it's a William Shatner mask that got spray painted white, cut up like white in the eye hole, like the eyes, tease the hair, cut up the sideburns, make it look messy or whatever. It, it was either three choices: Gene Kelly clown mask. A Spock mask, the Shatner mask, and I think there was a Nixon mask or something like some. Or I was, am I thinking of Halloween Four? But um, yeah, those like the choices. The Shatner mask had like what Carpenter was looking for was like this blank 
blankness that like that's when you spray paint on white and everything you see the blankness and the evil and it the shape is basically the you question is he is he human is he supernatural carpenter said like the shape is like the wind it's like the force of nature you don't know that's why at the end when he gets shot six times and Loomis sees looks over the balcony and he's gone, he's like he's out there. Yeah, like there's Um, let's see, we got PJ Souls as Linda. Linda is I guess a cheerleader. She says totally a lot. She gets strangled by Michael with the phone as after Michael kills does that legendary kill on Bob and he's in the ghost costume. Um You know. Linda's a quote unquote a slutty promiscuous, you know, she's that beginning of that trope, even though that wasn't a trope yet. You got Nancy Keys or Nancy Loomis as Annie Brackett. Annie's a smart Alec. She's the first. No, well, she's the second kill technically of adult Michael, but yeah, but she's Lori's smart ass friend, daughter of uh, Sheriff Brackett. Gets Lori high. <laughs> so Lori isn't really that innocent, but I um Michael strangles her in the back well in the in her car. So and then slits her throat. Um let's see. Nancy Stevens as Marion Chambers, the nurse. She's in the uh the scene after, she's in the scene where Michael breaks out of the uh, Smith's Grove, and she's gonna she appears in two, nineteen eighty one is Halloween two, H two O, and apparently in Halloween Kills. She's the smoking nurse. That's all we. She's no, you know, that's her character. Another person also going to come back in uh, Halloween Kills is Sheriff Brackett, who is played by Charles Cyphers. Brackett doesn't believe Loomis, and then I guess he starts to believe. Or yeah, there's there's that trip of like Loomis with the sheriff that's in these movies, or a cop of Loomis in these movies that's played from two, this two and four and five. But yeah, Brackett's back in Halloween Kills. Also, Kyle Richards as Lindsay Wallace also gonna be in Halloween Kills, and Lindsay's the girl that Annie babysits. But then, like, because Annie wants to be with, wants to hang out with her boyfriend Paul, takes her to the Doyle house while Tommy, while Lori babysits Tommy, has to you know. And Brian Andrews plays. Uh, Tommy Doyle. 
Tommy Doyle is the. I'm just reading out the main cast. Just go on IMDb. I'm doing a bad job, like saying who's in the cast, but these are the main characters in the movie. Um, Tommy Doyle gets you know bullied because the boogeyman and the metaphor of the boogeyman, which is Michael Myers, the shape. So he sees the shape, like stand outside cross street from his house and he sees after Michael kills Annie him going into um the Wallace's house all that Tommy's a little annoying but he's a little kid the, the kid did you know the kid actor he's not like fucking Lawrence Olivier or anything like that. Um, what else do I go? Can I talk about? Huh. Um, Sandy Johnson plays Judith Myers, who was the first victim of Michael Myers. That's, you know. Michael kills his sister, goes to Smith's Grove for 15 years, breaks out when he's 21. Loomis sees, watches him. He spends eight years trying to reach him, another seven trying to keep him locked up because Loomis saw evil in his eyes. Um... Like, they're seeing, like, you know what annoys me? About the, the scene of the scene where, um, where my, um, Lori's being chased by Michael, right? And she goes knocking on that one person's door before knocking on, um, the Doyle house. Um, they open the window, not open, they like open like their curtain or whatever and seeing Lori like screaming and they don't do nothing. Like what a bunch of assholes. Cause they probably think it's like a Halloween prank, but still. Still like this girl's being chased, stalked, you know, being killed, about to get killed by this maniac. And... Really? Um... I'm probably gonna do another thing about like the impact, I guess, of Halloween. So yeah, let's talk about cultural impact. All right, so yeah, there has been movie similar to Halloween that came out before like four years prior like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Black Christmas and 18 years before that there was Psycho and so there wasn't like so the, the like the guy with the knife or whatever maniac killer has been around but Halloween with the music and everything 
um um change the change it I mean the shots the color palettes the theater of the mind it's not really a glory movie like the sequels and the ripoffs and everything that came after it and it is a movie of its time you can tell it's from 1978 and like how the characters are dressed act shot cars you know everything about it's a great movie crazy that it was made cheap it is it was until i guess the blair witch project broke it it was the highest grossing independent film ever or like it was shot for $325,000 and it made 70 million in the box office and Donald Pleasance was paid a hundred $125,000 out of that three twenty-five, which is crazy. Nick Castle was told to walk, and he did. And this movie created a franchise. They created a subgenre. Without this, you wouldn't get Michael. I mean, without this, you wouldn't get Jason, Freddy. Ghostface, Pinhead, Chucky, Candyman, you know, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Sleepaway Camp, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Maniac, Prowler, all, all the slasher movies from the 80s and 90s. And yes, Leatherface and Bailey came out before him, but Halloween was a game changer. Halloween was a game changer. It created a franchise. It created a, I'm, I'm repeating myself, but like, it did. Without Halloween, you wouldn't get the films that came out after it. Both sequels and the composition. Without Halloween, you wouldn't get Scream. Without Halloween, you wouldn't get Friday the 13th. Michael, My Without Michael Myers, would be no Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger. I keep repeat. I keep repeating myself, but I'm right. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Um, right, um, my favorite, let's talk about kills, my favorite kill, 
has to be Bob because it's the most iconic shot. Dude, like Michael, like chokes the Bob, then pins him to the wall with the knife. Does the the headset like oh, mm, that's interesting. Like, you don't know, you know, like huh? That's glory, like a doll, like oh. But yeah, it's like one of the best kills ever. You know, it's logically impossible to put a fully grown man, like a six foot tall man, or six one, whatever how tall he is, hanging on your wall with a butcher, like a kitchen knife, a butcher's kitchen knife. But let's suspend disbelief. It's a movie. It's a movie. If I had a least favorite, probably Linda's because she's being strangled by a cord of the phone. Um, yeah, this movie spawned 12 sequels. This is out of the big three. This is the only one that's still kicking, which is crazy. But we get to Friday the 13th and the whole. She a, I could talk to a lawyer to get like some basic understanding of a of the lawsuit. But yeah, Halloween's still going. All right, we're gonna. I don't know how to close this. Uh, in two weeks from now, we'll give, or I'll get me, or me and somebody else, or a couple people, we're going to talk Halloween 2, 1981. I also do a wrestling podcast called Pro Wrestling Rehab, if you want to check that out. this is It's also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other podcast streaming apps you want, if you're a fan of me talking. I do that. Shout out to the people I do the podcast that podcast with. Um, if you could follow the podcast on Twitter at Hack Podcast, I'll put that in the description. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk like this season. We're gonna talk Halloween. Next season's Friday the thirteenth, then third season is gonna be Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm not gonna do one like rearrange like Freddy Michael Jason Michael Jason Freddy or Freddy Jason Michael. You know, no, I'm just gonna do it in chronological order, and then maybe I'll do Black Christmas, both the original remake, the Texas Chainsaw, Child's Play, Hellraiser, Candyman, whatever. We're going to do all the horror. Hell, maybe we could do the Universal Monsters. Or maybe the silent film like Nosferatu. Anyway. I'll probably come up with a cash race. Close this out eventually. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Go watch Halloween. I think. I don't know when the next episode will be, it'll be after, after Halloween. But have a safe... This COVID shit. Have a safe, healthy, happy Halloween. Trick or treat, motherfucker.